What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good morning. Why are you making me say it by myself? I, I don't know. Good morning. And welcome to the show. Today's Q&A day. So excited to have you here. And today, we get to answer your... Any and all of your questions. Question. Okay. And I want to know from you, at the end of today, what would make today a win for you? That's what I want to know. And in the meantime... Who can relate to every time you take your hair out of a ponytail? Some has to also come out of your head. All of it. It's really a mystery how I still have a full head of hair, which I'm extremely grateful for, with the amount that comes out on a daily basis. Well, imagine how much grows on a daily basis. All right, you fantastic human beings. Let's get this party started, shall yeah, we? Yeah, let's start with uh, Miss Janet from Ohio. From Gambia, Ohio. Good morning, ladies. I've been following your programs and shows since October. Congrats. And thank you all are great. Thank you. You're awesome. My biggest goal is to lower my body fat percentage. Love that. I'm 5'5", 42 years old in October weighing 185, a 34.5% body fat. I'm using a handheld fat analyzer to measure body fat percentage. Since then, I have improved my eating, at least 80% whole foods, lots of veggies and protein. I exercise six days a week, currently halfway through burn zone two and definitely notice I'm getting stronger. Current weight is 171, congrats, and 31.6% body fat. My goal is 25. Is there anything you suggest to increase my fat loss or just patience and consistency? Thanks so much. That is a really great question. This is a great question and you've provided details details so that we can really help to answer this question and in traditional ENS form we're going to dissect and answer pieces of this question mm-hmm. um i would say though to over to answer the overall question it sounds like you're going in the right direction do okay. you need to do anything to increase it or just be patient and consistent be patient and consistent because if something isn't broken don't try to fix it. And it seems you've gone from 34.5% to 
to 31.6%, that's 3% down. And yeah. your weight has also gone down and it seems like you're going the right direction. Until something seems like it changes, I wouldn't change anything. The one thought that I have, that I had initially when you said what your body fat percentage was, the thought that immediately goes through my mind is how is this being measured, which then you told us a handheld uh, bioelectrical impedance, impedance measurement unit. So for anybody who has used those, or maybe you have a scale in your house that does that. I feel like this is really high. Maybe you have a scale in your house that, you know, you take your shoes and socks off and it does your body fat percentage. Is bioelectrical impedance. It's a small electrical current that's going through your body. And what happens is it measures it by the speed in which it can travel through your body. That, that tiny electric current that you don't feel. And... What is said is if you have more body fat, it takes longer for that current to flow through. If you have less body fat, it goes faster. Now, there are a lot of variables that can change what the actual outcome says on the machine. So you'll wanna be aware, but it's your hydration level, when you last ate, when you, when you last went to the bathroom, uh, did you just work out or not? There's so many variables that go into this that um, you know the best way, and, and there's variables that go into any kind of measurement usually when it comes to weight loss, even the scale, okay? If you have a, if you have a, a, a eight ounce poop in your, system you're going to weigh eight ounces more right doesn't necessarily mean it's body fat if you're measuring with circumference what if one day you measure here and then the next day you measure right there there could be discrepancy right so in any kind of measure the goal is consistency so if you're using some kind of bioelectrical impedance where it has the little metal things either on your hands or your feet um, you want to make sure that each time you're measuring that, it's in a consistent scenario. Maybe same time of the day, you've performed the same activities beforehand, no more, no less. Um, you know, you're consistent with your nutrition, your level of hydration is pretty much the same each day. You know, um, in order to minimize the number of variables that can change that outcome or that reading. Yeah, uh, Janet, I really love the way that you put together the, the question and thank you for providing mm -hmm. so much insight. Also, a huge congratulations, like you guys, 42 years old, like not only are you, you know, like going against the grain, but you're also like incrementally making progress, which really shows that you're up to great things um, to just help dissect the answer and provide you even more information. You know, um, you're in burn zone too. As far as that goes, continue that same level of consistency. You guys like the burn zone and in fact, all of our training programs leading up to the underground training club and the underground training club itself. Like you guys, there's so much rhyme and a reason that goes into it and it stimulates your body in a way that allows you to continuously 
build your skeletal muscle mass while increasing the intensity to help you always increase your metabolism and really make sure that you're becoming a, what we call a metabolic machine. A machine. Um, because like it or not, you know, once we hit the age of 35, like we all start to degenerate to some degree like you know we start losing bone density muscle mass so if we can go against the grain we'll definitely make sure to do so all of our training programs uh, do involve that so as far as training goes keep up the great work keep on being consistent you know transition to burn zone three when you're done and then burn zone four and then move on to the underground training club um, as far as your nutrition goes, you said that you are eating at least 80, 80% whole foods. Great job. Keep up the consistency with what you know works. However, I would love to uncover any blind spots that you may have. Um, and at this point in time, I just don't know enough to, because I haven't asked you any questions and the same goes for your lifestyle. I haven't really um seen anything in this question that pertain to how you're living and how your lifestyle habits are so i would like a little bit more information about that look honestly janet you sound like an extremely serious person who is a go-getter and i love that and i appreciate that if you can do us a favor and email admin at erinandsuri.com I'd be happy to hop on the phone with you and just do a complimentary consultation, ask you a couple of questions so that we can really figure out the rest of the information and, you know, provide you with a strategy so that you will know what to do. However, as of now, I can tell you that you're already doing great stuff. Okay. But it sounds like you're really serious about taking it to the next level, which is awesome and we want to help you. So please go ahead and reach out to admin at aaronandsuri.com, okay? And we'll set something up. Great job. Yeah. A couple of people are asking about different ways to scan to find body fat percentage. And you always wanna ask yourself why, what's the intention? What's the intention of me wanting to know my body fat percentage? Um, you know, is it for improvement? Is it just for, cause I'm curious? Is it cause I have a goal to hit a certain number? Um, because Ultimately, where most people sit is we just want to make progress. We want to make progress and we want to know, we want to be validated through the data that we are making progress. So as long as you have a consistent way to measure something, I don't want to tell you any way is right or wrong. Um, if you're looking for the most accurate way to find an actual body fat percentage for whatever reason, it's probably going to be a hydrostatic weighing, which is the when they dunk you underwater. Um, DEXA scan and bodies Dex, are totally fine too. DEXA scan, I would say, would be the next best. In uh -huh. um, body. And then in body, and then like a home based bioelectrical impedance would be after. Yep. Yeah, you guys, I would recommend based on where you're at in, in your you know transformation journey, once you've hit a point where there's no like, where there's no smaller clothes size to fit in, then I would say start focusing on body fat percentage. But yeah. honestly, if you know that you have four like clothes sizes left to go, then focus on that. like for the sake of your sanity and well being, like focus on that when it comes to body composition. And once you get to that spot 
where like the bigger numbers like we can no longer work with then we'll start focusing on the little numbers yeah okay and that's when i recommend you go body fat percentage so you can have direction with regards to that Great question. Awesome. By the way, this makes me really excited because it goes to show like how much progress you guys are making as a community. Like we, we are now starting to ask questions that allow you guys to, to take yourself to the next level. It is no longer so basic. It says a lot about what you're up to. That's awesome. I saw this question. This is a Ooh, great question. Somebody's wife. You this guys are coming question. in full force. This is a great question. Uh, Raina. Sweet Harry from Indiana. Raina Sweet Harry from Indiana. My wife is so invested. Yes. She's, Megan, shout out to you. She's doing the raw program. I want to support her and help her as much as I can to stay motivated. How can I be her support? Mm. First of all, Reina, I love you. And I wish every spouse had the level of support to where they would go into the form and fill out and ask this question. Yeah. This is incredible. Because if you yourself are on this journey, you know how beneficial it is to have support, to have people who are on your side. When you're going to say no to a piece of cake, they're not going to question you. When you say you're going to skip that second or third beer, that they're going to say, okay, I got you, so am I. When you're going to make a, a, when you've got to go work out because that's what makes you feel the best about yourself, um, then they are not offended because you're not spending that time with them, right? And that's three perfect examples of how you can be supportive, but you know, it's, this is a, a beautiful question and I'll let your brainwaves transfer to the people. Yeah, so again, a beautiful question, you guys, Support, when it comes to support, actions speak louder than words. And just by you like taking the action of, you know, writing this post says so much about how much you care. But really, the best way to support somebody in their journey involves two things. Encouragement and accountability. That's what you need as far as support. Encouragement and accountability, okay? So like every single day, Right now, what I would recommend is, you know, set the stage at the beginning of the day and ask her, hey, baby, like, what are you focusing on today? Like, what do you have to accomplish in order for you to crush your day today? And then by the end of the day, hold her accountable. And when she doesn't feel like showing up, encourage her to do so. Don't shame her into doing so. Yeah. Encourage her to do so. Yeah. And I just realized, um, and this makes 100% sense that a Y was typed instead of a T. It's uh, Megan's sweetheart's yeah. wife. Yeah. But it says sweet Harry. Oh. <laughs> oh, got it. And I totally read it that way. Um, I didn't put two and two together. But yeah, it is. It's like, hey, what, what, what are your targets for today? And how can I be supportive in that? What can I do to make you feel like you have my support? 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then what that does also is it gets her to look deeper within to say, what are my targets today? What would be considered a win? And what do I need? Because so often we have a hard time asking for what we need. I think though it starts with not knowing what we need. And so if you can, if you can search for that knowing like, okay, what would be supportive for me today is if you know, this evening you had understanding when um, I need to go take 30 minutes to an hour to do my workout. Um, maybe you can make dinner tonight. You know, maybe like just asking for what you need is a big thing. So this is beneficial on, on both parties. This is awesome. Yeah. Great question. Yeah. Hopefully that was helpful. You guys go change people. one another's life. Seriously. Great job. Keep showing up. And by the way, by you going out of the way to support her, I can tell you this, that it's going to put so much more fuel in her tank to show up because now she knows that she's not just showing up for herself, she's showing up for you. And can I tell you, just simply by asking this question, you are being supportive? Yes. Because you're stepping into something that isn't just simply beneficial for you to say, hey, I want to support, how do I do that? Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Fran. Okay, this is a different question. How do you? What part of Florida is that? Sarasota. I think she's by the Keys. Sarasota. All the way south. She's like in the Caribbean Sea. Sarasota. Just curious. I've seen Grant Cardone licensee on your Instagram. Mm -hmm. What does it mean to be a Grant Cardone licensee? Yeah, so a Grand Cardone licensee means that we are licensed Grand Cardone coaches. So we are licensed to teach his thing, to teach his 10x material, to teach, you know, whatever he teaches. We are an extension of him. Um, and we take lots of pride in that. Um, not only do we study his material, but we also share it with our entire team. We, we believe in, in what he does and he's such an incredible mentor and leader. And yeah, we've joined the licensee program a year ago mm -hmm. and we're just a year ago from like now. Yeah. But, but, you know, basically it means we're, we're licensed Grant Cardone coaches. So let's say business coaching, finance coaching, life, 10 X life mm -hmm. coaching, um, that sort of thing. Yeah. With his material. Yeah. So, so we all can, of we his, like all of his, um, intellectual property, we, we have, have the rights right to, to, to share with you guys, to coach you guys through that. So yeah. When we get into some some other new stuff in the future, it's gonna be very applicable, which yeah. will be awesome, I think, for you guys too. So yeah, yeah. Word. Ooh. Are we are we taking two right now? Let's take two. All right, another one from Fran, part two. Fran, doctor, if you guys don't know, she's still in Sarasota for this question as well. 
on nutrition. I hear people say that they don't eat certain vegetables because they don't digest it well. For example, corn passes undigested or mushrooms cause gas. I'm curious as to whether digestion of these foods could improve with regular consumption. Basically meaning, can you adapt? Mm -hmm. First of all, I want to share a fun story that has to do with corn. And the purpose of this story is just to make you laugh. And if you have ever seen Mad TV, there is a character on there named Stuart. And there's another character on there who resembles Stuart, but kind of a female is that version. Is Stewie no. or Stuart? No. Okay. A female version, and her name is Dot Goddard. And Dot what? Goddard. 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 It sounds like um, some kind of Icelandic okay, name. Okay, you're getting lost in, in the tiny details that don't matter. Her name is Dot. And Dot is a... I think she's like a teenager. She's supposed to be a teenager, but acts kind of much younger. And there is a skit with her and her dad. Her parents get very annoyed with her because she's extremely obnoxious, and I love it. And she's in this skit, this play, this Thanksgiving play with her dad. And she's playing an ear of corn. So she's dressed as an ear of corn. And her dad is a pilgrim and she's just cracking jokes the whole time when they're supposed to be seriously doing this play. And she's like, hey, dad, I'm a, I'm a delicious ear of corn. You can eat me, but you can't kill me because I look the same going in as I do coming out. <laughs> and that's my corn joke. Okay. So good. And you're the funny one and I am the, the yes. educator. Take so, it away. Hopefully so, I made somebody laugh. So just a quick heads up, Fran. Please know, and this is for all of you guys, that corn is a carb. Okay. Yes, vegetables do have some carbs in them. However, like corn is just under the... It, it is a starchy carb. Okay, it is what we call a disaccharide, double saccharide, um, two sugars, therefore it is a carb. Okay, so just really want to set the stage with regards to that. Um, so mushrooms cause gas. I don't think they cause gas for everybody. Um, however, to really answer your question, could you adapt to an increased vegetable consumption, like in your gut, yes, you definitely can, okay? However, you know, if somebody who's starting to increase their level of vegetable consumption is experiencing a lot of gas, um, you know, I would highly recommend try out taking some prebiotics and probiotics to see how, you know, like, there's probably something with your gut flora that could definitely be improved, okay? By the way, Exendurance just came out with the prebiotics and probiotics. Personally, I have not taken it yet, but we're about to. But we've heard incredible things, you guys. So that is route number one that you can take, okay? The second thing that you can do is, and this is something that we've said before, if you have a hard time eating something, doesn't mean you can't drink it. So you can you can drink your vegetables as well, okay? 
Um, however, the basis of nutrition is eat real food, not too much, mostly plants. So, you know, if, if your body is not able to tolerate a lot of plants, I will really figure out why is that? Because it should with a few rare exceptions. Like you guys, there are some medical conditions where, you know, like you're severely limited by that. So I'm talking about generally, not specifically, um, if you're limited to that degree, but you know, I would say definitely see if it has anything to do with your gut lining and by improving that, if you know, your digestion improves most of the time, that would be the case. Also, if it's not for a supplement, you can just, you know, increase gut flora through nutrition by, um, you know, drinking foods that have live and active cultures like Greek yogurts. The key fears, however, make sure that if you're drinking it, it is lower in sugar because a lot of them nowadays are basically just like a it's freaking like dessert. Added sugar. Um, and the same thing goes for kombuchas. There is sauerkraut. There is, um, uh, how do you call that? Kimchi. I was like, kimchi kimchi those all those are all great for your gut flora so i would test out in a holistic route for two weeks see how that goes as you're starting to introduce vegetables in your diet see how you tolerate that um and take it from there um i've heard I've seen enough good reviews of the X Endurance probiotics that I'm considering trying it just to see what the heck it does. Yeah, me too. Me too. And, you know, some people who, who at first, when starting to eat vegetables, have a hard time with it because vegetables, you guys have so much more fiber than other foods. So, you know, it could just be an increased amount of fiber and maybe you just have to go to the bathroom more often because shit now things are going through because you. shit yeah exactly <laughs> um so so I, w I would say yes there is an adaptability that yeah. you could have mm -hmm. but if you know if you're consistent with something and you're it's still like if it's causing problems that make you uncomfortable and you've been consistent with it then you know at that point is it really worth it? Yeah. And also I would recommend when starting out, maybe like stick to veggies that don't ca cause as much gas, especially at the beginning, like maybe spinach instead of broccoli. Um, you know, like those cruciferous vegetables, they by default just cause more gas, like it or not. Um, so you can start out with that and take it one day at a time, one step at a time. Hope that helps, Fran. Norma Jean Anaya. Norma Jean Anaya. From South Lake, Texas. I travel for work 46 days at a time and the time change messes with my appetite. My appetite decreases, which is no bueno. Any suggestion for food consumption when traveling? At first I read that, which is no bino, because we were talking about mm. gas. So it sounds as if totally understand the whole time change thing. Like two weeks ago, like we moved through three time zones in four different days. It was crazy. Um, so and then we went back 
two hours and then we came forward two hours so can totally relate however if your appetite decreases then telling you to eat more that just doesn't sound sustainable what i would recommend for for one from a traveling standpoint i'm thinking about logistics um how can we not make it so chaotic how can we keep it simple how can we keep it control and how do we not so much um uh, not trigger but um mess mess with your appetite why like why don't you just like bring with you like a scoop of protein and just like you know chug a shake well i'm curious to know what you mean by it messes with my appetite does that mean you get extra hungry does that mean decreases you don't decreases. Have, oh my appetite decreases okay i see i see so she's not as hungry that's what i'm saying like just yeah. drink a shake that makes sense or yeah i mean I have a watch that is probably ancient considering it's not a smart watch. And so it doesn't just change times when you're in a different time zone. It stays on whatever you have it set to. And I wonder if it would be helpful. And this is just an experiment. So you'd have to kind of try it to see if it works. But, um, you know, to continue eating on the regular time zone as close as you can. Of course, if there's dinners you're having with people and whatnot, it might be different, but to keep an eye on what time it is, where you normally are and what your body's used to and try as best you can to eat at the same times that you would eat, even if it's a different time where you're currently at. Yeah, that's a great behavioral strategy. So that could also be something you experiment with. Yeah. There's only one way to find out. Just try different approaches and see what could I, what, what was I able to be more consistent with? <laughs> and whatever you can be more consistent with, stick to that and just repeat. I also wonder, oh, Norma Jean, I'm glad you're here. Also, I wonder if uh, your activity level goes down because you're traveling. So or maybe if you're sitting on the plane more, well, yeah, your activity level goes down. I know that when we like fly long distances and we're having to get off and on planes, like it may, I just, I don't feel good by the end of it. Yeah. Um, but you know, I wonder if there's a decrease in activity, which means there's a decrease in your metabolic activity. If you're not, you know, intentionally moving your body. So I would say even maybe, hey, on the days that you are traveling um, and the days where you are out of your normal time zone, um, I'm, I'm making a total assumption, but I understand I could be wrong in a sense that maybe this is for work since it's so consistent that you're traveling. Um, but what are you doing during that time? Are you... I'm still active because my seminars are hands-on. Still active, nice. but like, are you are you intentionally doing a workout? Are you intentionally getting... You mean getting, during a travel day? Uh, travel day or just while you're away? Mm -hmm. While you're away. Are you intentionally sweating and like doing a, a workout on those days that you're gone? That's a great question. Because, you know, if, if your movement and your activity levels increased 
so might your appetite. Also just maybe another suggestion that you could try. What do we think, one more? Yeah. Let's do one more. Jennifer Murphy. Jennifer. From Illinois. Early mor morning workout at 4 a.m. doing the burn zone. What a go-getter, let's go. Shout out to you. My question is, do you burn more fat working out without food in your belly or is there something good to eat right before your workout? Jennifer, are you here? Jennifer Murphy. So, okay. I have the best question in the world. Go. Why? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I always want to know why. I always want to know why. Um, why are you asking? You know, what, what's the intention that we want to get out of it? What do you feel like you're lacking? Are you wanting to burn more fat? Is that the purpose of the question? So here's what I want to tell you guys. When you do the right things consistently over time, you're going to burn more fat. It sounds as if, and it could be an assumption. For one, you sound She's like here. a go-getter, which is great. But I really hope that the reason why you're doing the burn zone is not solely just for burning fat. It is burning fat. It is, okay? When you do the right things by default, your body gets in better alignment, which means that your metabolism improves, which means that you burn more fat. So now, if you wanna really get to, to the technical part of it, this is one that intermittent fasting gurus um, will tell you, you know, keep doing what you're doing because when you're working out on an empty, an, on an empty stomach, um, that's going to help you burn more fat. And I wonder if you're asking this question because maybe you've heard that before and that could be true. However, you guys, nothing is going to increase your metabolism more than you just being consistent with your lifestyle habits and by following the right programs and doing the right things by default. Go ahead. I would say that, you know, if your motivation in doing the burn zone is to lose fat, Great, something needs to motivate all of us to take any action. So I wouldn't say that that's all bad. Right. Now, what Sarit's saying is like, there's much more involved when it comes to burning fat than simply doing a workout. Um, now, the consistency is always gonna matter. Um, I think that so many people get caught up in these kind of small details and then they go searching for the answers yep. and then you get caught up in all of these things that don't matter. Yeah, like we'll always say like food is not your problem. And this is the same thing. What you have in your belly or don't have in your belly during a workout is not your problem. Mm -hmm. If you're wanting to burn more fat and it's something that you've been struggling with to where you're trying to find, it's like you're trying to find a, a, a magic trick. You know, what's the extra little secret in this that's gonna help propel me forward more? And there is no quick extra, this is gonna propel me forward more. It is a long-term game. 
and it's about being consistent in those workouts and it's about doing everything else in your life that aligns with what your motivation is to even do that workout if it's fat loss then you know each decision that you make all day matters in regards to that too when you walk by the break room and you smell donuts whether you choose to go eat them or not also matters so it's kind of like you know all these all these small actions that we think don't really have um, a, a big impact in the moment it's just one you know it's just a small piece mm -hmm. you know I only skipped one workout I only ate one bite of cake like and, and I'm not saying that skipping a workout or eating a piece a bite of cake are like going to be detrimental but it's when we make those decisions continuously that hold us back yeah right because we think in that moment like oh it's just blank when you add up a lot of those if you add up just a penny a hundred times you have a dollar if you add up just a penny a thousand times you have a thousand dollars is that right no you don't a thousand times you have a hundred dollars is my math right if you add up a penny I don't, a thousand I don't, times you have a hundred bucks no right? no you have ten bucks you have ten bucks wait you, I think it's right, yes it's ten dollars ten dollars if you add up one penny a thousand times you have a thousand dollars that's probably the dumbest thing I've ever said um, I have a really smart brain and I've said a lot of things um, but you get the point <laughs> yeah somebody send me an email that says your math is wrong thank you um, but you know you guys get the point like each of those small little things that you decide add up so it isn't you know whether you have food in your belly or not do what makes you feel the best and do what you know you can be consistent with yeah because what you can be consistent with is always going to trump any strategy you use that you can't be consistent yeah with. by the way if you send me an email saying my math was wrong I'm not gonna respond to you <laughs> so here's the thing you guys bucks let's let's focus on keeping the main thing the, the main, main thing. thing okay the goal is not to lose fat quick the goal is to lose fat for sure yeah okay so by you being concerned about am I gonna get a little booster by doing this thing versus not like Focus on keeping the main thing the main thing because ultimately that is what's gonna get you to where it is that you want to be. Now, if you're the kind of person who is like, you know what, it's 4 a.m., I don't like to eat it at that time when it's really early um, and that's why I'm doing it, okay, great. Now, if you're like, I need something in my system regardless, then eat something, okay? Now, going back to that part of the question when you talked about, is there something good to eat right before a workout? So, you know, something that's great to eat right before a workout would be, you know, some kind of a starchy carb, okay? Like, I would say oatmeal, get something in your system real quick. You know, if you wanna put something in your system to kind of like get things going, 
at 4 a.m. I would say like the best thing for you to do is to just have a shake. Yeah, like at 4 a.m. To, to try to down something that's like heavier or any of that would, I don't know how that would work out for you. Yes, I would say <laughs> something with a carb and something with a protein, like, or, you know, you can just do like a quick um, half a toast with a little bit of banana and maybe like, half a shake but it really is a it, it's a personal thing um really when it comes to eating something right before a workout i would say if your goal is performance then eat some kind of like a carbohydrate i'm i'm glad to see that you guys share my struggle in math some of you are probably like yeah thousand dollars that would be really cool if a thousand pennies she's, she's would right. be a thousand dollars i'm about to go walk the streets and collect pennies yeah. Mm. Mm. The other day, it was on Saturday. We, oh, yeah. We came back from our beach workout, and there was like a $20 bill on the street. Do you know what? Like, also, all right. I would like to share a story of abundance. We had somebody Instagram message us. The kids call it the DMs these days. And they said... Avoid the parking meters at the beach. $3 is ridiculous when you live here. And I was like, well, I mean, I am a person that will pay for convenience. And if I want to be right in front of the beach, I'm okay to pay $3 for that. Mm -hmm. Then we were walking back to the car. And I walked past a $20 bill and I said, oh, there's 20 bucks. Sarit picked it up. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, we just paid three and we made 20. We are $17 net. Glad we parked here. Yep. Now we can pay for lots of days of parking there. Hooray. Yep. All right. Well, I think that's it for questions today. If you guys do have questions and you would like us to answer, what has happened here? And you guys would like us to answer your questions um, we're going to do our best to, to be dropping the link like I did this morning. It was just the, the last minute thought that I had, which is amazing because um, it worked out. And I really would like to stay relevant with the questions um, and answer the recent ones. So I'm going to go ahead and make sure that that link is available for you guys um, either on like each Monday. Stacy, we'll talk later. Um, or Tuesday morning before the show, just so that you guys can have that link readily available. It is in the announcements section, but you have to scroll and ding, and it's not simple, so we wanna make it simple for you guys. But, um, you know, it's an honor to answer your questions. All we can hope at the end of the day is they're helpful to you, um, and not just the person asking the question, but to everybody who can relate um, or thinks, oh my gosh, that's a great question. Um, let me see here. Awesome. Looks like people are sharing their pre-workout techniques. <laughs> I love it. Hey, you guys, it's an honor and a pleasure to be your guide in this journey. Thank you for your time. We know how valuable it is and we hope that you gained so much value from it. If you've gained a golden nugget or maybe a few, all that we ask is that you can please help to spread the love. As you guys already know, 
We are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same movement, nutrition, and lifestyle habits that have transformed ours. You guys, the world needs this right now more than ever before, okay? Whether somebody wants to improve their health, whether they want to improve their relationship, maybe they just want to feel more confident. Um, whatever it is, we're here to help. So all that we ask is that, you know, if you've spent some time listening to this show this morning, just go ahead and share it with at least one person. There's currently 73 people in the room. Imagine if every person was to just share with somebody, with, with another person, then 100 and almost 50 people will listen to it. Look, we will show up even if it's just one person because that's what we did since day one, when there was just literally one person watching. But the bigger impact we make, man, as as a, as a community, there's nothing better we can ask for. Yeah. So um, we hope that you enjoyed today's episode and we will catch you tomorrow at 9.30 a.m. Take care, you guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsuri.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review, wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Aaron and Sarit.